Thank you for having me. I am Scott. I've known David a long time. Thank you for having him. <laughs> Especially you, Jody. Um, if we can focus our attention this morning on Psalm 119, that reading, and put that into the context of a story, um, like all stories, it starts at the beginning. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks in the counsel of the wicked, who not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And the very first two verses of the Psalms open up with a character, a man who studies God's law, who doesn't know just God's law, just know it, but loves it, lives it, breathes it, so to speak. And the question that I want to ask today is, who is this man? Who is this person who loves God's law so much? Psalm 2 starts to give us a hint of, as for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. If we take a random guess at the beginning of who would be such a person, there's sages who say wise things. There's priests who lift God's people's petitions up to God. There's kings who bring God's decrees down to his people. And there's prophets who say, uh-oh, you did it. Um, and so a king, a king is very much the person who would gov- love God's law and bring God's law down to his kingdom, to his people to live. And Psalm 3, in a good story, carries on this person, showing us a psalm of David. We introduce the character of David, Israel's great king. And as the story goes, if you read through the psalms, if you just read the first couple lines of each psalm, you'll see Psalm of David, Psalm of David, Psalm of David, Psalm of Solomon, Psalm of David. And those eventually peter out. And we occasionally see our main character. We occasionally see a psalm of David. But we get into musicians like Asaph and priests like Korah until eventually Psalm 119 comes around and it calls us back to that main character, that person who loves the law of the Lord. And in that Psalm, if we can go through those verses for just a minute here. Teach me, O Lord, the ways of your statutes, and I will keep them to the end. Um, This is not a short-term commitment. This is a life of keeping those statutes, of loving the law of the Lord, of living it. And David, in other places, I believe you are becoming a priest of a stiff-necked people. Um, This is a calling for your life. Understanding, of course, is part of it. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it again with my whole heart in every aspect, not just the living, but again, the loving. Of course, you go in the path of the law, and again, this person delights in it, finds their joy in the law. Inclining my heart, loving it again, and not being selfish, not looking at worthless things, but receiving life from God's ways confirming ultimately God's promise to his servant, to the person who was shown in Psalm 1, that he would uh, have the righteousness and the life that God offers. 
And then if you continue past Psalm 119, it doesn't happen immediately, but you start to see the occasional Psalm of David. And this person who loves God's law, we have this character of David interspersed periodically until eventually you get to Psalm 138. And from Psalm 138 to 145, it's Psalm of David, Psalm of David, Masculine of David, Psalm of David, and so on. And in that, we can see David being the answer of God's, of this person. He becomes the crystallized character, so to speak. Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever. Every day I will bless you and praise you, your name forever and ever. That days until the end of my life, it goes that far, and we get a hint of even longer, perhaps. Uh, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Teach me your will, teach me your testimonies, and lead me, O God. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my pleas for mercy. In your faithfulness, answer me in your righteousness. Lead me in that righteousness. Answer that prayer. Answer what you have promised. And very clearly, but my eyes are toward you, O God, not toward the worthless things, but toward what David, what this person loves. And with this, Israel, their, Israel's great king was David. He was the one who loved the Lord. Um, but if we go back to that story of David, we had David introduced in Psalm 3. The first Psalms have a bunch from David, and then, like I said, it disappears until you have Psalm 138 to 145, seven, if I did my math right, of David. And as you're editing a work, this is a book of songs, but why do you put seven songs of David at the end. I want to propose that it's because they were looking for another David. The editors were wondering, where is the son of David that will sit on, David, on the right hand of the father? Um, I'm wondering a little bit where the son of David is. I don't see Gus. <laughs> but where is the son of David that David calls his Lord? And of course, we know he came. He came, they did not recognize him. He loved God's people. He was sent because the Father loved us, and he was crucified. He did not just love God's law, but he gave us a new law to love one another, to follow that commandment, and by that way, the world would know that we are his people. Dave, spend the rest of your life, please, loving that law, learning that law, and teaching that law to us, so we might know how wide High, deep is the love of Christ. Amen. So we might love one another and by that way show the world God's kingdom. If we can finally end with that psalm, with the psalms, David ends his section of psalms, I will praise the Lord all my life. All things God will praise the Lord. And there's five left, 146 through 150. And they all start, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hashtag PTL. Um, and in that, if you go through them, you start out with a fairly narrow 
image, maybe God's people. It wavers a little bit. By the end, it is everything. Praise in the Lord. Dave, lead us in that love. Lead us in that praise. And may we ourselves become little priest kings like Israel was to be and carry God's kingdom everywhere to the end of the age and the ends of the earth. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you loved us, that you loved us enough to give us your son, that we might have life in him. Lead all of us in your ways, teach us your statutes, and help us to follow your path. May we take that road to the ends of the earth, everywhere we go, in Virginia, in New York, and beyond, showing the world who you are. Amen.